You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Is it time to change your approach and switch to Air Supra, Albuterol Budesonide? Now you can virtually connect with a doctor to discuss your options and see if it's time to make a change. If appropriate, you may even be able to get a prescription for Air Supra the same day. Talk to a doctor today and see if Air Supra is right for you. Visit airsupraconnect.com to connect with a provider. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-patrollable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Drinks with Johnny, a Thirsty Thursday edition of the episode. I uh, hope you guys are having a good week so far. I'm having a great week. On uh, Tuesday night, the Lakers got into the play-in, and, or the playoffs, rather, and that makes me exceptionally excited because I got to text our good friend Zach Myers, who is a Memphis Grizzlies fan. The Lakers will now be going up against them for the first time in the playoffs, I think maybe ever, very much so at least since I've been friends with Zach. We have a little bit of a bet. I have to go back and rewatch that episode, Brando, um, because we had uh, we had a little bet in that Zach Myers episode from 2020, a couple years ago. So, got to go back. We're gonna we're gonna fix that bet. We're gonna actually have Zach come on the show probably next week sometime during that seven game series. Be a lot of smack talk going on, so you're not gonna want to miss it. Make sure you subscribe. All those wonderful things to the podcast, so you don't miss that. It's gonna be a lot of a lot of ish talking between a Lakers fan and a Memphis Grizzlies fan. Now today, I am joined by a co-host, Brandon Lombardo, and our good friend, Sean. Sam is off enjoying a a spring break vacation with his family in Hawaii, so he won't be joining us for this one, but he'll be back for the next one. So uh, anyways, we were texting, me and Brandon were texting, and he said, I have a wild story with my buddy, Sean Ye. Um, who has been on the show before. Thanks for coming back, Sean. You got Um, it. And you always have a great wild story, Sean. I haven't heard this story yet. I'm going to hand it off to Brando, uh, our lovely co-host, who's going to walk you through this storyline real quick. And I'm I'm just going to sit back and have a filthy IPA, which if you're in the area of uh, Huntington Beach in Orange County, you could probably find one of these from Four Sons Brewing. Nice. That's a good beer. Nice choice. Perfect on an afternoon delight there. That's right. Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, so... Sean came over my house last night and he kind of gave me the Cliff Notes version of this story that was 
the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard, but also the most Newcastle thing, I guess, that I've ever heard. It just fits. It was it was such a fitting story, and I knew you would love it. So oh, I, I I'm already I I'm I'm so excited that you said it's a Newcastle style story because now I'm picturing that 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 time I spent a couple of days with you guys in Newcastle <laughs> and. It's just it's a different it's a different place. I'll put it. It's, a different, it's a different place. place. It's a great place though. Like I don't I don't <coughs> say this to say like Newcastle is such a fucking bad place. I do it because there's just so much here that's unique to the rest of the world that maybe they don't have that kind of an experience or perspective on certain yeah. situations. It's very rural, but still somehow has like a party life, which is something that I never thought I'd see. But it's anyways, a small please. city. Yeah, it's it's a small city surrounded by like farmland. Yeah. You know? And the small city has a couple of bars that you guys go to and know every single person there naturally. And that's a, I mean, you know some people here in Huntington Beach. A lot of people don't leave here. We have a kind of a small town vibe in some, some respects here. But yeah, not but like you guys, this. You have tourists. You have people coming in and out. There's that influence. Yeah, there's no one touring through Newcastle. <laughs> no, people this just leave old, here. <laughs> yeah, this was an old steel town and the we industry don't get new left, ones. you know? Right. <laughs> But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Sean. Like Sean, just tell me the story you yeah. told me in the garage yeah. yesterday, man. Right on. So I'll give you the the uh, full version now, not just the cliff notes of running and eating sausage pie, and uh, getting people to come and scrap things that blow into our yards. So uh, I, I, what are <laughs> those you words you just said? <laughs> yeah, what, well, I don't even know what you just said, Sean. Like well, I've never heard those words strung together in a sentence in my entire life. So I went over to Brandon's in the first place to say hi with a couple friends he knows, and he offered me some sausage pie because he's not eating all this sausage pie right now. That's a big thing if, for um, Easter and all that stuff. So I came over there to eat the rice and pie and the hot – or the what was it? Sausage R- pie. Ricotta pie. Sausage ricotta pie. pie, pie. Yeah, rice it's an Italian and- thing. These you are guys like, make you guys do pies for Easter, and they're like kind of like shepherd's pies and not, no. not more savory, not, it, not sweet? It, it, it's like a savory dessert. So there's three different ones. There's a sausage pie, which is kind of like, imagine almost an egg, like bake with like pieces of sausage in it. It's okay. fucking great. Super savory mm, yeah. ricotta pie, which is like a ricotta cheese dessert with like a graham cracker crust. And then there's a rice pie, which is also like an egg mixture and it has actual rice in it and cinnamon. Dude, these yeah. things are fucking phenomenal. If you haven't had them, I will get you some. Yeah, it's really good. I've never even heard of them. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a try. Anyways, so you so, go over to Brandon's house, and you're yeah. going to try some of this pie. Yeah, and then I'm over there, and we had a storm the other day, and it blew somebody's window metal aluminum awning into his yard. So he took it and put it in the garage and didn't know how to get rid of it. So I called one of my scrapper buddies, and he pulled right up and took it for us. But uh worked out well. You know, he fed me. I got him something done. So it was kind of a fair trade. Uh, that's how we do things. Like I said before, you know, everything's got to have an equality here. So worked okay. out. Yeah, yeah, no, we've we've had a conversation about that yeah. and how you run how you run stuff in Newcastle, pretty much. So yeah, I can yeah. You. So as I'm there, I'm like, hey man, I got to tell you this crazy story. I don't know if I ever told you this enough. And he was like, no, I don't think you did. Well, couple, oh, I guess it was more than a couple years ago. I'd say at least. Over seven years, I think, is the legal time that something can't be punished against you. So it happened seven years ago. and uh, or At least we're hoping so. At least we're hoping it, right. it happens. I'm not a lawyer. Ago. I'm not a lawyer. I got my own book of rules. Uh, so <laughs> this guy, I, I have some wild neighbors. They were some country folk. They did truck pulls in the streets and stuff and everything. And they had this wild guy there. 
And I had already met this guy walking down my street one day and he was, he had a whole hand. He was walking, he had leaf blowers and rakes and weed whackers and he's walking down the street and he goes, Hey, you want to buy one of these? I said, yeah, I'll, I'll take one. He goes 50 bucks. And I had no idea 50 bucks for which item, but I said, I got 33 on me. And he, I gave him the 33 and he said, here, you get the weed whacker. So I got a weed whacker. So I met this guy the first time. Well, did you need the weed whacker? Was this a necessity or you just felt like you wanted to buy it because you saw the guy walking down the street carrying it? I actually really did need the weed whacker. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. So okay. it worked out. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and that's a good had, deal. $33. That's a, good, that's a great yeah, deal. Yeah. $33. And it worked. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. I put, had the gas mixture, put it in it, fire it right up. You know, it got me three nice. seasons anyway. So a couple, like maybe like two weeks later, I'm, I'm outside and, and this, and this guy walks up again and except he has a revolver in his hand and he has it pointed at his other hand. And he goes, you got to help me. I'm going to shoot myself in the hand. I said, dude, what the hell do you mean? You're going to shoot yourself in the hand. He goes, I'm going to go back to prison if I piss dirty tomorrow and I have to go to the hospital. So he has a, a loaded revolver in his hand and he's about, he's, I'm gonna, I said, well, you can't shoot yourself in the hand here. You got to go somewhere else. And, he, and, <laughs> and his buddy calls me. He's like, Hey, the humanitarian that shot is, you just can't do it here. <laughs> Don't do it here. If they're gonna, you're not, you're not blowing your head off. It's just a limb. You handle it somewhere else. So his buddy calls me. He's like, Hey, is, you know, Jimmy down there. And I said, yeah, he's down here. He just, he got the gun. I said, no, yeah. He goes, all right, well, let me grab a beer and I'll be down. What are you guys going to do? I said, I think we're just going to beat him up. So the guy, he's sitting there and he comes into my garage and he goes, you got to beat me up then. You got to knock me out and take me to the hospital so I can get on pain meds and piss dirty for tomorrow so I don't go back to prison. I said, I don't even know you. I, I bought a weed whacker off you up the street. I know you stole from somebody's shed. So whatever, I, I, I said, I really don't want to hit you. So my other buddy says, I'll hit you. So he puts a fucking mechanics glove on. This dude, I'm telling you, this dude's got every painkiller in the world inside of him. And he knows it. And he, he, he stands there and he's like, all right, go ahead. So my buddy puts on like a, a mechanics glove and he, he, he tries to line up. Now we're all wearing jackets. It's cold. He like lines up and he hits him and it. It like braises, it hits his nose and like breaks his nose. But he has no idea because he's so like fried out of his mind. So he's like, that didn't work. You got to do it again. So he hits him again, punches him in the side of the cheek, and like down here. And the guy's like, ah, this isn't going to work. I'm going to have to shoot myself. Ah! He, he, I said, give me that fucking revolver. It's got fucking rusted bullets in it. And I'm like, oh, give me that. So, so I put the revolver down. He's probably not even going to fire. The kid that calls me, he goes, I'm grabbing a beer. He's coming down. He comes down. And we're all watching this kid get hit in the head. So he's like, listen, man, you're going to have to fucking hit me. I'm like, I don't want to hit you. So I hit this. I put this glove on. I line up. I, I give this kid. And I, it, was, it was like a fun thing. I wasn't even mad hitting him. So I'm hitting yeah. him. And I hit him. And then he's fine for like. 30 seconds. He's just a little woozy. Then all of a sudden his face turns into like a hot lava rink. It was like, 
like all the blood started pouring out of his eye socket and like his mouth and nose and his ear. Oh shit! And so I'm it's like, like something you'd see on that slap on on that on that slap contest shit. Where you yeah. Like the, yeah. Okay. And it just starts like turning real red and blood just starts oozing out of his face. Like, oh my god! Well, it starts pouring, and uh, so we went to the car and we got a t-shirt. We wrapped it around his head and everything and we threw him in the back seat and then my buddy drove him to the hospital and threw him out of the car and they came out and got him in a wheelchair and brought him in and uh well here the we ended up having to fucking life flight this dude they had to life flight him to pittsburgh and he had to have facial reconstruction surgery i shot i guess i pushed his eye socket back into his brain and his it was his eardrum was like coming out and uh, he spent three months in the ICU and he, you know, fucking didn't have to go to prison. So I'm at Dollar General six months after this happened. And uh, I ran in to get some paper towels and I'm in the back and I, I feel this tap on my shoulder. Hey. And I said, the hell, who the hell are you? He's all disformed like a goonie. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, gives me a big hug. He goes, Hey, thanks a lot for kicking my ass, man. You got me out of prison and all this shit. And he's like the most happy person in the world. I thought that I was going to get stabbed. Like I just said, ruined your life. And uh, I'll tell you what, never had anything happen like that in my life. But it's, it's terrifying to hit someone that hard and, and have just, I don't know. Didn't realize ICU was going to be involved. Or a life flight. I don't know how he paid for this. You kind of saved his life. You saved him from jail. I did three years because he was. If he would have shot himself too, then he would have had the firearm charge plus the drugs. Wouldn't have been a good thing. But you know, it's never know who's going to come knocking on your door and asking you for a favor. And some you just have to commit. I, I'm almost speechless. I know that I'm on a podcast, <laughs> and I have to. I have to talk here. But I'm like, what is this story that I just heard, and why did I hear it? I mean, there's holy shit, man. That is a, that, that's just a wild story that like that that doesn't happen in normal cities, normal places, or to even normal people. Sean. No, this no. is incredible. Like this is okay. So let's backtrack this. Just let's break a it down. Bit. Yeah, break let's it break down. Break it down a little bit. Yeah, here. let's break it down a little bit. So describe this 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 guy before you mangled his face. Oh man. Uh... You know, rode hard and put away wet. I mean, this guy had a, you know, stuffed up face and, you know, was in some FUBU jeans or, you know, just kind of like. About what size? About like what size? Ethnicity? All those things. Oh, okay. If you're putting all that together. Yeah. He was like a white skater dude, maybe a little bit smaller than like uh, Tony Hawk physique. I guess if you want to say he's a skinnier guy, just real dirty, you know, drab and down his luck. I mean, the cat was carrying lawn equipment around the streets for days. Right, right, it. right, right. I mean, you could kind of figure that out from 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 that yeah. picture you already painted. Yeah. yeah. What's so your just, instinct? Just What's curious. your instinct? So like, when when you see this guy walking into your garage with a gun, like, what the fuck is your first thought, right? Well, my first thought is either okay, I'm getting robbed, or you know, something bad's going to happen here. You know, he wants my, my gas can or my oil can 
in my garage, like something stupid like that. I don't really know what to think, but he wasn't pointing it because he had it in his, like faced in his palm and he was walking like, like a zombie screaming, I got to shoot myself. I mean, you that's know, even so more he was terrifying. Clearly, so he was clearly inebriated and on stuff. When oh, he, yeah. He I told mean, me. I just course. took nine Percocets and a bunch of Oxycontin and ate a morphine patch. And I got... I got that's a lot. Well, actually, I got, a, I got a buddy whose grandma, every morning, would fill her hand up with pills and throw them back. And then she would wear a, a, a pain patch. And she would cut the pain patch, the top of it, and... and push the gel out into her coffee and stir it up every morning. And then she would go out and garden. It was crazy wow. growing watching this that's stuff. That's next level. Oh, it that's was next, unbelievable. That's some next level addictions you're talking about over here. Yeah, time. but she was a sweetheart. She never flipped out or did the zombie walk. She just was a normal grandma. But She never you know, wanted to shoot her hand? No, she didn't want to do that at all. She was a <laughs> grower. <laughs> She was a grower. Uh, okay, but, so, all right. So, again, this guy comes in. He's obviously messed up. He's, yeah. you know, Brandon asked you what your initial thought is. I mean, did you jump up at all, or did, were you pretty calm when you see this guy walk in with a gun into your garage where you're well, well, I was lucky to get the phone call from the neighbor and say, hey, you know, he, he's going to shoot himself in the hand. He's walking around. He's going to figure it out. Maybe you can help him. So I said, yeah, I said, maybe I could help him. If I see him, I'll help him. He so came. you kind of knew he was coming by. I knew he was wandering around the neighborhood with this pistol in his hand. I, so I knew, like, he would eventually probably come by because was, I was probably the last place to box something from him. So Okay. And, and the so guy up the street. Help. And, 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 okay, so the first punches that didn't affect him were from a friend <laughs> Yeah, you're, he, you're obviously a, a larger gentleman there, Sean. So, yeah, is your friend, a smaller guy, or why um, was he just not throwing it, throwing the punches good enough? He wasn't he, in your story. He he then keeps going to you and asking you to hit him. Right? Um, why is that? Why does he know that it has to be you that's going <laughs> to eventually break the socket in his eye? Oh, what's going on, everyone? Brando here. Haven't been around for a while because I am busy. You know, I'm working five jobs to feed 10 kids. And when it comes to dinner, I'm just looking for an easy way out. But there is a great thing that I have found to make my day a little easier. Factor Meals. Right now, I've got a black pepper and sage pork chop. I'm going to eat it right here on air with you because I want you to hear in real time how good this thing really is. So... Got a nice little sauce on it, nice grill marks. Like this thing is ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 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 this is some quality, quality pork right here. The nice thing is, it's healthy. The amount of protein in this meal is broken down for me on the side of the package. I don't even have to worry about it. I know once I eat this whole thing, my macros are gonna be unbalanced. This is, this is what I need. This is good. Oh my God. It took two minutes for me to microwave this thing. All I had to do was sign up. Meals get shipped right to my house every week. They have a wide selection to choose from. Dude, they had dill-crusted chicken. They had chili. You want to check it out? Head over to factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50 and use code drinkswithj50 to get 50% off. That's code drinkswithj50 at factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50 to get 50% off. Yeah, I know, it's a mouthful, but so is this meal. So I'm gonna keep eating it because, man, this is good. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you wanna listen to this show ad-free, 
head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Uh, I just think, I mean, my other friends, he's a, he's a little like, he's like a George Costanza build and, and it's, it's, that's fine. He's a bolder guy, but he just, yeah, he wasn't throwing good hits. He knew he also, I think they knew, like his friend said, like, if you need to get fucking Molly walked, go down and see Sean, I'll do it for you. But the problem is I got to get mad and I wasn't mad at this guy because I already got the deal off him and I was just sad. I was like, Oh, I don't want you to shoot yourself in the head, especially here. Don't do it here. Go up the street. I'll watch you do it. But I didn't really want him to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of wanted him to do it. I I really wanted to see what that did. But at the same time, you know, if it missed and hit my car or something, I'd be pissed. So I was like, all right. Heaven forbid something happens to the car in this story. Well, that hand, they don't grow back. The whole, it fixes itself. You know what I mean? My car got to go to a body shop. But, Not uh, if it's a rusty bullet from a from a <laughs> shitty old revolver, dude. Well, <laughs> shit could backfire. <laughs> then he won't ever have to worry again. <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? That's okay. Brutal. I got a shovel. <laughs> but, uh, uh. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, You man. just threw that out there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, Ladies and gentlemen, what, what Sean just described is that he had a shovel just in case something went really south. He could bury this gentleman. Okay, yeah. let's move on. Uh, um, a little bit. But um, so, yeah, it was good. He was like, listen, man, we can't let you shoot yourself. His buddy come down. He's drunk. He's drinking. It's because you want a beer. I said, yeah, give me a beer. I said, but uh, he goes, we can't let him shoot himself. I said, well, yeah. He goes, we're just going to have to knock him out. I was like, all right, we're going to try and knock him out. Well, I don't know if you ever tried to knock somebody out on fucking painkillers. Don't really work because they don't even know they're getting knocked out, you know? So we just had to pulverize this dude's head with three blows. And the thing is, his nose and shit wouldn't have been broken if my buddy had a better punch. But, you know, he's a fisherman. So so describe these blows, though, that actually do the the trick. Because it also sounds like... You didn't. He was still standing there after you hit him. Was he? Did he fall to the floor? At no. Point in this? No. He got like a little. Like he like looked like uh, at the end of like Mortal Kombat when they're like finish him <laughs> before they do finish him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was like that, and like it was like out of The Exorcist because like blood just started like pouring out of his eye sockets and stuff, and it was dripping all over my driveway. I say, "You're bleeding all over my fucking driveway. Get out of here." So they took a shirt off and we tied it around his face real wait, wait, hard. Wait, wait, wait. When you're punching a dude to try yeah. to knock him out, at what point do you think he's not going to bleed? Well, I would hope that he have some decency. <laughs> you're more shocked. I just want to point out that Sean is more shocked that this guy uh, is bleeding on his driveway than he is that first he's uh, stumbling around the neighborhood with a revolver, a rusty <laughs> revolver. <laughs> Um, he's, he was, he was like, oh, that, that was cool. You know, I, uh, no problem, but you're bleeding on my driveway yeah. is where he draws the line. Well, I just want to point that out. That's why I wore the glove, Johnny. I was hoping that the glove <laughs> would soften the fucking blows enough to, to give me a non-blood. What, what, what kind of gloves were these again? Just mechanics gloves. I mean, so they're like, rough. Yeah. <laughs> 
So they're actually probably going to cut more. This isn't like you put on a 12-ounce boxing glove. (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it had like the rubber grip so you didn't – yeah, it was probably not a good idea now that I think about it. You think it we can get worse. a sponsorship from Mechanics Gloves for this? I hope so. Mechanics <laughs> Gloves, if you need a motherfucker to bleed. Yeah, uh, um, they're vicious. Or save him from parole. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, though, man. So, okay. So, again, he gets. He has to get... You drop him off at the, at the hospital, and you don't hear anything again from, from him until six months later, right? Well, yeah, I, didn't, I told him, I'm not bringing him to the hospital because I'm not putting him in my car like that. So my neighbor was the one that wrapped shirts around his head. Like they tied him around this cat's head because he was bleeding so much. And they, he uh, had a Chevy Equinox and he just threw him in the back seat, like literally threw him in the back seat. And then I said, take him. And they took him and they just pushed him out in front of the hospital. And he laid on the ground until they came out and grabbed him. And then he said, yeah, I was downtown and somebody jumped me and took all my stuff. So it worked out, wow. you know, he was honest about telling so me. So how did you hear, so I guess my question is, how did you oh. hear that he went on a helicopter, went, had to go to Pittsburgh, so, ICU, reconstruction, was that at the Dollar Tree? No, so before, the neighbor kid had known him because he had bought some, uh, like a saw, uh, chainsaw off him and they became friends, so he was like helping him cut trees, and he's like, uh, yo, hey man, I was like, what's up? He's like, well, remember when you guys hit Fred last week? I was like, yeah, he goes... Well, I just talked to his mom and they had to life flight him from the hospital and send him into down to Pittsburgh and get reconstructive surgery on his face. And they had to take like skin from his ass and like put it onto his face because they had to go in there and cut out so much of his face. I was like, damn, this dude got a butt face now. Like he got hit and that, but I was like, I was like, all right, Jesus, well, Sean. Is he alive? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at this point, after everything that's been described, like shooting himself in the hand was probably the better option. <laughs> I don't know, I man. Mean, like, he, I mean, then he would have had to claim somebody shot him and stuff. I don't know. It's a 50 50 gamble when you're doing this kind of life, you know? No, no. <laughs> you can't just. What, Push this under the rug and call it a 50-50 fucking gamble. This is not something you go in on with any kind of gamble. No, no one thought any of this through. Do not talk like you guys oh, were thinking no. We were drunk. Yeah, he was high. I mean, sometimes you got to roll with it. I know no, it's, it's just a 50. Sometimes you just got to roll the dice. No, no, none of this ever has to happen to anybody. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And it's a very rare thing. I I've, I haven't had it happen since. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. No yeah. shit you haven't had that happen since. Yeah. Kind of surprised, to be honest. <laughs> I see a lot of day walkers. Uh, you're still too. ready. Do you still have the mechanics glove? Oh, I'm always ready. They're ready to go. <laughs> I got them nice and filled up with oil now, so you might catch an infection, too, at the same time. <laughs> 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 holy shit yeah i mean there's definitely ways we could we could have like bagged his head until he passed out and then just dropped him off or something but i don't know i think i think for all all in all he's never gonna pay that Did you just suggest to bag his head <laughs> yeah. yeah like a plastic like, like bag a plastic he... bag like 
like until he passes out. Yeah. I don't then know, we, man. Then we take it off and make that's, sure that's he's pretty breathing. scary. What if you accidentally kill the motherfucker? Well, I would just the, say the you did it. The shovel. No, yeah, I do have Jesus the shovel. Christ. Yeah, I, got <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm talking about on this podcast anymore. Now, like this is like, are we are are we talking to like gangster shit now? Like, is this is this where we're going in the new season? Well, I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, this is wild. This going. is a wild shit. I told you I had a wild story. It's not even my story, but I heard a wild story. Yeah, I mean, the dude's this alive now. Well, I, I appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, I guess the you know the, the good th- the good thing is is the guy was was fine and he was at you saw him at the Dollar Tree you know six months later I mean you mentioned me. he had a butt face he hugged you he thanked you he had a butt face did he seem like maybe he had sobered up at all or was he still kind of looking uh, a little rough around the edges I mean I think he has like a better a better future now I don't really I mean he was walking around wait, a wait, lot wait, you're not suggesting it's because you knocked his <laughs> sockets out right you're, oh I'm suggesting I made his life better Oh yeah, 100%. You kept him okay. out of jail. Okay. You kept him out of jail. Kept him out of jail. I guess that's true. That's I kept true. it was a 3 Fucked and a half face, year but kept him out of jail. 3 and a I half think... year prison sentence. Nobody yeah. wants it's if you if you looked like him, you don't want to go to prison. You'd be holding somebody's pocket every morning. You don't want to go to that yeah. guy. So you I, know, I and he has the... kids, so he had to make sure he could take care of them when he got out. I don't know what that means for him. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, you're, you're just the, wait, the person you described was pretty messed up and couldn't stay off the pill yeah. for his parole. So, I mean, it's not like he did have a car <laughs> later, though, after he did drive a car to the, uh, the hell's that place called? Oh, the Dollar General. Yeah, he did drive a car there. It was a trail uh, trailblazer with a stereo in it. Okay. So at least he had the car. I think he was like doing paving or something. But the paving industry around here is filled with drugs too, so it's hard to say. Wow, I mean, I guess he saved the man's life by putting him in the hospital somehow. Um, yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. I never one punched anyone like that, and like, especially with a coat on. I feel like if I didn't have the coat on, I could have got a better hit. But. I had what, a fucking, what, 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 what do you mean by better hit? Like less damage or more damage? No, more because, damage, better damage. Because I didn't da- really. Cleaner I, damage maybe? Because, what you, because if someone's just listening to this story, I just want to point out that that might sound like you wish you could have hit him harder, yet this guy, this guy ended up in the ICU. Yeah, I just didn't want to break his eye socket. I would have rather like broke just his jaw. You know what I mean? Right. I felt bad because now he has like this. He has like an X-Man eye. You know what I mean? Like it's like, it's like, you know, it's put a little more sunken in and stuff. But it's better. Yeah. He already had a girlfriend, so he's good. <laughs> She'll love him. <laughs> what I'm hearing is the moral of this story, which is don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't yes. do drugs or don't I'll, do drugs. They'll, they'll bring you to my garage and I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> and it doesn't sound like you want to get punched in the face by Sean. He's no. he's claiming that he could have punched harder and better than what we just heard in the story without yeah. the jacket on. Okay, this is this is an incredible story. Thank you for sharing. Oh, um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I think pleasure. Brandon said it right. The moral of the story is: don't do drugs, kids. Stay um, off yeah, the drugs. Or adults. Anyone? Just anyone. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Just do limit, it, man. Limit your alcohol. Smoke weed. 
and jog a couple paces every day, and you'll be good. A couple paces every yeah. day. Yeah, it's like a little bit like out to the not driveway. A, not, a big, not a big jogger, are you, Sean? Nah, I don't like holding the ground down. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone ex- describe exercise as jog a couple paces. Just a couple. That's all you need. <laughs> Just enough to get it going. And then the rest will do it for you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, again, happy Thirsty Thursday, everybody. <laughs> that was an incredible story from our good friend, Sean Ye. Yes, sir. Um, Brandon, you got anything to, to tie a boat on that story? You brought you brought Sean on today. What do you got? I, I, there's no bow. There's no bow. <laughs> Nothing makes this story fancy. Yeah, this would be nice. a bandage. Yeah, yeah, wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, ice pack. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's the silver lining. It's the don't do drugs. It's That's, yeah, don't do drugs. Yeah. Drugs are bad, okay? Drugs but are bad. Really, yeah. 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 No, just, uh. Hardcore yeah, just, ones, yeah. Don't take it. Hardcore ones, yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's say, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a place and time for some fun stuff when you get to a certain age, but that's true. That. <laughs> I love how we're like, don't do drugs, but maybe sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about marijuana. It's a fifty-fifty <laughs> chance. No, it's not a 50-50 chance. Would you? Yeah, I'm not going to continue on that. But yeah, I think next time, though, honestly. If you see a guy stumbling towards your garage with a revolver in his hand, just shut your garage door. Yeah, that would be, you know? I, w- I would advise diff- uh, to act differently, maybe. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have these that's great scary. stories to tell you. Uh, I made it. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. I, I got guess an that's open the story for you all this policy. week. I hope every, what? I got an open garage door policy. <laughs> Well, I guess that's the story this week. I hope everyone at home enjoyed this one. Um, maybe you guys got some stories too. Uh, comment us, send us some uh, some stuff on social media, follow us, do all those wonderful things. Share with us your crazy stories. Maybe you got one that's good enough to come on the show like Sean here and tell everyone about it. Um, just tweet at us, hit us up, we'll figure it out. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you next time. Uh, we'll probably be following up on Monday with uh, a new episode with a new guest. Uh, maybe it'll be Zach Myers. Maybe it'll be uh, Danny from uh, Ashes to New. Maybe it'll be Chappelle Lacey. I don't know. We've got a few things go- cooking in the oven right now. So stay tuned and we'll see you then. Till next time. Later, Brandon. Later, Sean. Everyone. Peace. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. 
So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!